Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Wednesday, August 30th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in the New York Tri-State area. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Ben Oppenheimer. And I'm Jaya Joyce. And here are today's headlines. Commuters may have faced delays during their morning commute. That's because a water main under Times Square burst Tuesday morning. Streets around Times Square are slowly reopening today as cleanup crews repair the 127-year-old pipe. Experts estimate that almost 2 million gallons leaked out of the water main. It took about 90 minutes for that water to be shut off. The Times Square subway station was also heavily affected by the water main burst. The 1, 2, and 3 lines were temporarily shut down, but there was partial service by late Tuesday morning. The pipe that burst was built in 1896. Experts are saying this is just the latest example of New York City's aging infrastructure. If you're planning on traveling down south for the holiday weekend, Hurricane Adalia could put a dent in your plans. The Port Authority of New York and New Jersey is expecting over 2 million travelers to pass through the New York City airport's Labor Day weekend. According to the Federal Aviation Administration, there are air travel disruptions in major cities including Orlando and Atlanta. The powerful storm made landfall this morning on Florida's northern Gulf Coast as a Category 3. Top estimated winds are around 125 miles per hour. A task force of members from the FDNY, NYPD, and New York City Emergency Management went to South Carolina to help with search and rescue efforts. And now it's time for sports. The U.S. Open is underway in Queens, and a notable track star is making us all ask, what does it mean to be a world champion? But first, we've got the latest on the women's FIFA World Cup controversy surrounding Spain's victory. We're joined now by WFUV sports manager Julia Moss to find out more. Hi, Julia. Hey, guys. The ongoing saga surrounding the Spanish Soccer Federation rages on with new reports that the president will be asked to step down. For those who don't know, Spain President Luis Rubiales kissed player Ginny Hermoso on the mouth following their World Cup victory during the medal ceremony. Hermoso immediately displayed discontent afterwards in what she says was an entirely non-consensual action on part of Rubiales. He has already provisionally been suspended by FIFA while he is investigated. Furthermore, it's reported that manager Jorge Vilda will be fired as well. He's been in the limelight for negative behavior for the past year, asking players to keep their doors open during trips and checking their bags after players go shopping. It's an upsetting time as the world should be talking about their first ever FIFA Women's World Cup win, but now the rhetoric has turned negative in the face of the ongoing abuse within upper management. Hopefully the right thing is done quickly and women's soccer is able to move forward without this situation happening again. It definitely sounds like Spain's win is bittersweet. But let's hone in on a controversy that took place in the States. American athletes seem to be in discourse over two words, world champion. Track star Noah Lyles is at the center of a huge firestorm after his comments about what it means to be a world champion. Lyles said, You know the thing that hurts me the most is that I have to watch the NBA Finals and they have world champion on their head. World champions of what, the United States? These comments did not go over well with the American athletes, particularly NBA stars, who rushed to Twitter to defend their league and call Lyles out. The perspective of American leagues who call themselves world champions is that the USA hosts the world's best leagues, so if they win those championships, they are in turn the best in the world. Okay, let's turn back to New York now. What's the latest on this year's U.S. Open and Flushing? The U.S. Open has begun in Queens and all the stars are out already. Not only are the best tennis players in action at Arthur Ashe Stadium, but as are the celebrities. 
Cameo appearances from former U.S. President Barack Obama and Michelle Obama headlined those seen at the tournament, but others include Mike Tyson, Katie Couric, Vera Wang, and many others have also attended the early matches. With the U.S. Open just getting underway, there have yet to be any jaw-dropping upsets, but as the best players continue to progress through the tournament, fans are definitely in store for some incredible matches. We'll definitely be tuning in these next couple of weeks. Julia Moss is a sports manager at WFUV. Julia, thanks for taking the time. Thanks for having me. If you catch yourself gazing at the sky, you might want to pay close attention to it tonight. That's because it'll be the second full moon this month, which is pretty rare. And Ben, it isn't an ordinary full moon. It's a combination of a supermoon and a blue moon, very appropriately named Super Blue Moon. But the moon won't actually appear blue. The term just refers to the phenomenon of two full moons occurring in the same calendar month. And a supermoon is when a full moon occurs when the moon is closer to the Earth in its orbit. It results in a slightly larger and brighter appearance. According to NASA, a super blue moon occurs usually once a decade. And if you can't see the super blue moon in your area due to poor visibility, you can view it with the free live stream hosted by the Virtual Telescope Project. Fans of posters can view all kinds of art for free starting this Friday. New York City's Poster House is rolling out its first Friday program. They'll dedicate the first Friday of every month to offering unique opportunities for visitors. The museum in Chelsea is the first of its kind in the country dedicated exclusively to posters. And this month, there is a lineup of educational activities hosted by the museum's Volunteer Advisory Board. You can find a detailed schedule of events at posterhouse.org. And on this day in 1986, Steve Winwood's Higher Love reached number one on the U.S. singles chart. The English singer's hit song also reached number 13 in the UK. And that's our show for today. But check back with us tomorrow around 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And as always, you can find more from us at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Ben Oppenheimer. And I'm Jaya Joyce. And that's What's What.